Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about Signs of Spring. Spring is here, at least astronomically, with the spring equinox, although the landscape itself has yet to comply. I always feel that the spring equinox is such an arbitrary marker of the season, getting our hopes up but not following through with the instant gratification of warm sunshine, mild breezes, exuberant birdsong, and abundant blossoms. No, we are still mired in snow and ice, dirty snow at that, with bedraggled weed heads and other debris showing up as the sun degrades. And we still have to go through mud season before the earth begins to offer up that faint green haze that settles over the hills and fields, telling us undeniably that spring is here. Each year I have to remind myself that the spring equinox is merely a mathematical calculation that marks that exact moment when the length of night and the length of day are equal. It is an ephemeral moment, however, for at this time of year, day length is increasing rapidly at a rate of three to four minutes each day. I don't believe that it is possible to identify the exact moment when spring arrives because spring is a process, not an event. The process of spring continues even after the spring equinox, during which time we happily anticipate our favorite signs of spring. Some of my cherished signs of spring that occur after the equinox are the cheery yellow coltsfoot flowers that bloom so early that there is still shell ice on the river that flows past them. These are soon followed by the little lily-like flowers of wild oats and clintonia, the deep red wake robin, and the delicate white Canada mayflower that whitens the forest floor after the snow melts. Red maples bloom and drop their scarlet flowers, and then the peepers suddenly awaken and begin singing their shrill, joyous chorus. Before long, the blessed hermit thrush returns to the woods, singing its haunting and lyrical stanzas as the new leaves prepare to burst into the tree canopy above. All this and so much more happens before May has even begun. But there are many signs of spring that happen before the spring equinox, signs that, to those who notice them, speak of the gradual passing of winter and the sure approach of spring. In our area, the robin is not the first spring bird to arrive, but it does appear before the equinox. Robins are such a welcome sight as they hop over the bare patches of meadows and lawns, seeking the fragrant, moist earth. But before the robins, at the beginning of March, the red-winged blackbirds appear, scouting the bare fields and plant stalks above the snow for any seeds left over from the fall, calling their bright fogarty into the sunny air, showing off their bright orange epaulets. For me, the red-winged blackbirds are the first birds of spring. But there are signs of spring that precede even the red-winged blackbirds. In late February, I look for pussy willows, which surprisingly bloom at this time of year in late winter. Their soft, furry buds are sometimes hard to spot from a distance, especially when seen against the snow. But if you know where to look, this little miracle will reward you. The month of February has many signs of spring that occur even earlier than pussy willows. Chickadees, who admittedly have been around all winter monopolizing the bird feeders, have largely been silent, but in February they begin to utter their spring territorial songs. Chickadee-dee-dee and 
C D C D D can be heard with increasing frequency through the month, filling the air with news that spring is coming. And there is something about the sunshine in February that hints at spring. By Groundhog Day, we have already gained about an hour of daylight, and the quality of light has changed. On clear, cold days, the sunlight illuminates everything with a warm, coppery tint. It's as though February actually lets us see the world through rose-colored glasses and glimpse the far-off promise of spring. But the process of spring has already been in operation before February. We can go back even earlier to January and see more hints of spring. There's something called the snowfly, a little black flying insect that you can see flitting about and alighting in patches of sunlight on the snow. The first time I saw snowflies, I couldn't believe my eyes. Who knew that insects could live outside in a winter when there was snow on the ground? They must have some kind of insect antifreeze in their bodies. I've not yet been able to find out more about them, but I do consider them to be one of the earliest signs of spring. Those and the nesting of great horned owls, who lay their eggs in nests high up in evergreen trees in January. The hardy great, hound, great horned owls will hatch before the end of the month and be ready to fledge by the time the ground is bare, in time, in fact, for spring. When do you see the first signs of spring in your world? Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.